welcome to the DadCast Podcast. I'm your host, Lavelle Lemonnier, and I want to welcome you to our second season of this broadcast. I'm so excited. We've had a great first season. We took our, our break, and we are ready to come back to you with new content, exciting content, and good information for season two. For those that haven't listened to us probably. Uh, Previously, let me just remind you that I'm a Christian man, a husband, a father, a grandfather, a business owner, a professor, and a proud U.S. Army veteran. And I've gained some unique perspectives on some of life's issues. So therefore, this podcast is designed to give a dad's perspective on everything from A to Z. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors here for Season 2, Write It Out Tech, where you can get all of your academic needs read, writing needs met, and by Lemonnier Photography, where we see the world through a different lens. Also, I cannot express my thanks and gratitude enough to my partner, my, my lover, my wife, my best friend, Dr. Gabrielle Lemonnier, who is the co-content creator and co-manager of this broadcast. She helps me put all of these episodes together. I bounce ideas off of her. We come up with content together and we present it to you through this this platform. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we always like to begin our broadcast by giving some financial tips. On this particular episode, the thing that I want to talk to you about is just being money smart. So whatever you do with your finances, of course, that's your business. You work, you earn your money, you have the right to do with it whatever you want. I just want to encourage each of you to be smart with your money. Do the things that benefit you, not just in the short run, but in the long run. Look at stock options. Look at at purchasing assets. Look at doing things with your money where your money can work for you. And in return, I'm sure that you'll have a lot less stress and a lot more pleasure if you can just be smart with your money. Well, folks, it's time for that great dad joke. All right, here we go. I know you've been waiting since last season to get your dad joke in, and here it goes. Why did the man name his dogs Rolex and Timex? Because they were watchdogs. <laughs> all right, all right. It's a dad joke, funny to some, not so much to others. All right, well, let's get into our topic for this episode. I am so excited about this episode because it's one of my favorite topics. And the the title of this episode is Where Were You? We're going to discuss some of the most iconic songs that have come along in the 20th century. Some of it kind of boils over into the 21st century, but for the most part, we're talking about music from the 20th century. And to start our list off, I'm going to play a piece of this song. Hopefully you will you will recognize it. And uh, if so, you feel, feel free to go ahead and name that tune. And then I'm going to give you a little information about this song. John, 
What do you think about that, folks? Do you remember that tune? That is Thriller by the number one artist of all time, Michael Jackson. That song came out all the way back in 1982. It was written by a guy named Rod Caperton. And he uh, he pinned this song and, and then uh, gave it to Michael Jackson to record in 1982. And this song spent 42 weeks as the number one song on the Billboard Rock Charts. It is an iconic song. It was accompanied or followed up by a video that was the number one music video in the world in 1983. Thriller, Michael Jackson, 1982. All right, now let's go to this next one. Let's see if you guys can pick this one out here. Hang on one second. Let's get it. Do you guys remember that song? Remember, we're crossing genres, we're crossing decades, and this song um, was by John Lennon. You remember that song? By John Lennon, 1971, Imagine. It was written by John Lennon, and it was inspired by Yoko Ono's 1964 book, Grapefruit. BMI named this song as one of the 100 most performed songs of the 20th century it is also one of the 500 greatest songs of all time it was number one on five different world music charts in 1971 again that's imagine by john lennon all right let's move on to our next one let's see what you got let's see what you got right here the next one that we have for you all right this is a good one hopefully you guys will remember this let me cue it up for you. Give me just a second. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, Mother, Mother. You remember that? What's Going On by Marvin Gaye all the way back in 1971. This song was inspired by police brutality that was taking place in the early 1970s. Marvin Gaye wrote this tune. It reached number one on the Billboard R&B charts, and it is an iconic staple of of social justice and, sh and social reform. As uh, as we look back over the decades, and it even rings true today in the 21st century. All right, all right. So let's move on to our next song. Let's see what you think about this one. All right. Now remember, we're crossing over genres. So let's see if you can pick this one out. All right, you remember that song? 
That's We Are The Champions back in 1977 by the group Queen. It was written by legendary rocker Freddie Mercury. It reached number four on the U.S. Billboard charts and number two on the U.K. Singles charts. Now, what I remember about this song to me, what's even more impactful is I used to watch this wrestling called Mid-South Wrestling. Those of you that are from the South, you probably remember that. If you're over 40 years old, I'm sure you may remember Mid-South Wrestling. Well, there was a group, a tag team duo, Gino Hernandez and Tully Blanchard. They were world tag team champions and they would come out to the ring list, uh, to this song, We Are the Champions of the world. So I certainly have that etched in my mind as one of my younger uh, childhood memories. All right, let's move on to this next song here. Let's see what we have for you. All right, this is a good one. Some of you guys ought to really get into this one. Let me cue it up for you. And we're going to hear it now. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, that's it right there. That's it. That's the elements, folks. Earth, wind, and fire. I know you remember that. September 1978. That was number one on the U.S. Billboard R&B charts. It sold over 2 million copies. And it, it, was, it still stands today as one of Earth, Wind, and Fire's biggest commercial successes. That song takes me back. I remember exactly when that song came out. I was a kid in 1978, and I, I had the LP. That's right, the LP vinyl. You go back in the day to some vinyl that spun spun around on the record player, and there you have your, uh, you know, we would play it on the record player. I used to hang it on my walls. Maybe some of you guys that are old school remember that. Used to hang those records on my wall, the 45s, the 78s, those LPs, back in the day, September, Earth, Wind, and Fire, 19. 78 all right folks let's see what else we got for you here we're moving right along all right let's see i'm gonna save that one for last how about this one right here see if you remember this all right here it comes see what you know about this right here uh-huh she lost all her money. Yeah, come on. She said, don't feel sorry for me. No. Don't feel sorry, honey. I wish you could see me grooving to this. I'm digging this right here, y'all. But if you want to do a lady a favor. Yeah. Guess what I want you to do. Just two dollars, that's all I need. Until the next time I see you. Uh. These last two dollars. That's it right there, these last two dollars by the philosopher of soul, the one and only Johnny Taylor. Yeah, that was back in the day right there. One of the this is one of uh, the favorites of the Johnny Taylor song list. This song, it failed to reach um, chart success, but it was certainly one of the fan favorites. He was known, as I just mentioned, as the philosopher of soul. 
this song is one that you can put on and you can groove to very easily and have a good time with your family and friends reminiscing on some of this good old school music. All right, here's here's the next one we have for you. Let's see here. We've got, all right, I know you guys are going to like this one. Let me cue it up for you. Check it out right here. Here we go. Check this one out, folks. You ought to know it already. Iconic song. Come on. You ought to be bobbing your head to this right now. You know that song. Come on. It was Frankie Beverly and Mays, 1980. Joy and pain. It cracked the top ten on the on the R&B charts, and it was definitely one of the fan favorites from Frankie Beverly and Maze. Love that song. Groove to it all the time, all the time. All right, well, let me take you back here for just a second to something that that I think is one of the most iconic songs on the list. I remember this song like it was yesterday. Uh, I remember when it came out, I was so excited, so hyped up that this type of music was now made available to the mainstream. Check it out right here. Here we go. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. Iconic right there. That's it. 1979, the Sugar Hill Gang. These guys were credited for introducing hip-hop to the mainstream audience. I was so excited when this song came out. I remember getting that, that LP, putting it on my record player, spinning that record player, and just jamming out to that rapper's delight. Yeah. 1979 this song reached number 36 on the billboard hot 100 list number four on the u.s hot soul single and sold over two million copies which was phenomenal for a rap album in the 1970s all right all right but let's let's go back into something a little different here how about this let's let's move into a completely different genre of music I'm going to get this queued up for you here, and I'm going to see what kind of music buffs we have listening to us today. Here we go. Some of you, you could have guessed who that is. It has kind of a little little funky intro to it that comes along for a country song, but it was none other than the queen of of, uh, country music, Dolly Parton, 1973. Dolly Parton wrote this song. Uh, It was number, it's listed as the number 217 of the 500 greatest songs of all time. This song tells the story of Dolly confronting 
the beautiful Jolene, the blonde-headed Jolene, whom she fears can steal her husband away from her. She tells a story. That's what country music does, folks. It tells stories. And that's exactly what Dolly Parton was doing in 1973 with this famous, famous song, Jolene. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's see what we got here. When we talk about female artists, we cannot mention female singers without mentioning what is who is probably considered to be the most famous and successful female artist of all time. Hold on, here she comes right now. Oh, you already know who it is, don't you? I'm sure you do. This lady could sing anything. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. Yeah, you know her. You know her. She's like a household name in our American society. None other than the great Whitney Houston. This song was written by Michael Masser in 1984. It was originally recorded by the jazz legend himself, George Benson. It topped the charts in Australia, Canada, and the U.S., and Whitney Houston, of course, solidified this song as one of the greatest songs of all time. All right, well, let's move on to our next one here. Let me see some of you kind of new school cats might, might get this. Let me hit you back with this one right here. See what you know about this right here. I see you trying to figure it out. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the voice of Johnny Gill right there. Check this out. That's Can You Stand the Rain, 1988, by the famed group New Edition. That song was written and produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and this ballad cracked the top 100 and became one of the all-time favorite R&B songs of the 20th century. Can You Stand the Rain with New Edition. All right, well, let's move on. I cannot, I cannot... Uh, list these songs without putting my boy in there. This this guy, maybe he doesn't get all of the acclaim uh, that, that many of the other singers gets, but he is one of my favorites, and so I'm just going to throw this in for you right quick. Check it out. Hey. You know I can wait a few miles. Okay. I got something for you. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> Are you going to sing it for me? You guys know this song? That's 
my boy right here, Bobby Brown. That's right, Bobby Brown. They call him the Prince of R&B. This is what he said right here. I want to rock with you. That's it, rock with you, yeah. That was one of the best hits of Bobby Brown's uh, career, and I definitely had to throw that in just so you could know that I am a Bobby Brown fan. All right, well, let's move into another genre right quick. Let me bring you back into something that you may or may not recognize. Hopefully you will recognize this, but let me let me cue it up for you here. <laughs> Yeah, what you know about that 1985, Rock the Bells, with your boy LL Cool J. This was written by LL, and it peaked at number 17 on the R&B hip-hop charts. It's a signature transition song for hip-hop crossing over to pop culture. That was all the way back in 1985. All right, all right. All right, all right. Here we go with another one. The, the year was 1975. Let me see if you know anything about this. Check it out. This was back in the day when they would give these long intros to the songs. You know, they do a little talking to walk you into that storyline. Come on, Betty. Tonight is the Night. That song was written all the way back in 1975 uh, by the cleanup woman herself, the queen, Betty Wright. It was one of her one of her best songs of her career, one of her most well-known songs for sure. All right, well, let me see if I can give you uh, something else here that might, might tickle your interest. We're going to move away from just some regular songs, and let me... Let me talk to you about some theme songs for just a minute. Maybe you can remember where you were when you heard these iconic theme, theme songs from some shows, some television shows back in the day. How about this one right here, folks? What do you know about that? Green Acres. That's right. Green Acres from the TV show entitled Green Acres. It was a CBS hit from 1965 through 1971. Green Acres. All right. What about this one right here, folks? Let me see what you know about this right here.
All right, you know that song, folks. That was from one of our great sitcoms uh, in the 1970s. It was from the show The Jeffersons, a CBS hit from 1975 to 1985. Here's an interesting fact about that song. That song was actually written by Janet Dubois. Who is that? She is Willona from the Good Times show. That's right. She wrote this song, folks. And uh, it was a very successful song and a very successful show that ran over a span of 10 years. That's that's amazing uh, to run for 10 years on a major network show. All right. Here's another one. Let me let me take you way back right here. Let me pull this up for you right quick. I'm going to take you way back, see if you can remember this. Some of you TV buffs might remember this show. Check it out. What you know about that? Welcome back, Carter. That's right. I used to watch that. 1975 to 1979 on ABC. Welcome back, Carter. That was a show that was iconic. At least in my life it was. I remember watching that on Saturdays. I believe it was Saturday mornings. I can't really recall the morning. But I do remember watching that song. And it definitely was one that I remember in a show that I will remember for as long as I live, most likely. All right, all right. Here's another one. I know you guys know this one. Check it out. I don't even have to play much of that. You already know. Three girls, three boys. It was the Brady Bunch. That's right. On ABC from 1969 to 1974, the Brady Bunch. Everybody remembers that show and that song. Well, we can't talk about theme show songs without bringing this one up right here. This is one of the iconic ones, especially in the African-American culture. Check it out. Yeah, you remember that Florida Evans, James Evans, the Evans family. Yeah, back in the day from 1974 to 1979 on CBS, it was the Good Times show. Interesting fact about this, this show was actually co-created by Mike Evans. Now, you might ask, who is Mike Evans? Well, Mike Evans is the, the guy that played the character Lionel on the Jeffersons, George Jefferson's son, Lionel. He co-created this show, Good Times, which ran from 1974 to 1979. All right, all right, folks. I've got just a couple more for you. Here we go. What about this? I know you remember this. This is this has got to be one of the most iconic of all time, especially in African-American culture. This is a cultural staple for African Americans, it crossed over actually into other uh, demographics, but especially in the African American community. Check it out. Do you remember that, folks? 
That is none other than the Soul Train theme song. Soul Train ran on uh, on air from uh, in 1971. It began all the way to 2006. You remember the iconic figure Don Cornelius, who was the host of the Soul Train show, and that show really brought African American music to the mainstream via the television mode. That was all the way back, folks, in 1971. 1971. Now listen, folks, we've gone through all these songs. Where were you? What, what were you thinking when you heard these songs? When you heard these songs for the first time? Music, let me tell you, music is amazing. It is the language of the soul. It doesn't matter where you go in the world. You can hear a song and people will begin to move to that song, to groove to that song. People have conversations and, and life events that are centered on major songs that came up during their life. Maybe a song reminds you of the first time you met that special loved one, the one that you married, your boo, you, your, your wedding song, a song that, that gets you uh, in a peaceful state. Whatever it is, music, music has that effect on people. And I'm so glad that we could take some time to go through some of these songs from the 20th century. And uh, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll come up into the 21st century on a future episode and give something for some of our younger listeners. But if you are 40 and older, you should have known most, if not all, of the songs that were mentioned on this broadcast. Well, I want to thank you, folks. I want to thank you for taking time to, to hang out with me on the DadCast podcast. We're going to come back to you with another episode here real soon. And season two is, is pro we promise that season two is going to be one of the best seasons that you will hear from the DadCast podcast. We look forward to it. I thank you for taking the time to, to hang out with me today. God bless you. And as always, peace. I'm out.